0: Well, to U.S. politics next and a uh, big, big hearing going on in Washington uh, throughout the day today. started around 10 this morning where the Attorney General William Barr is in the spotlight. His uh, summary of the Mueller report uh, didn't seem to satisfy a lot of people, and that now apparently includes uh, Robert Mueller himself. Now, today, Barr is facing questions from lawmakers over concerns that he tried to spin the results to be in favor of President Trump. A letter written to Barr from uh, Mueller was uh, made public. It was dated March the 27th, in which uh, Mueller raised concern that the summary quote did not fully capture the context, nature, and substance of the report that uh, Mueller put together. Here was Barr earlier today when he was uh, asked about uh, that letter and his uh, statements uh, regarding the report before it came out.
1: When the report came in on the 22nd and we saw it was going to take a great deal of time to get it out to the public uh so i didn't feel that uh, it was in the public interest to allow this to go on for several weeks without saying anything and so i decided to simply state what the bottom line conclusions were which is what the department normally does make it binary determination is there a crime or isn't there a crime
0: all right. For more on this, let's turn to Paul Pacelli. He is a morning show co-host on WDRC Connecticut, and he joins us here on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. Paul, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. I'm sure you've been watching uh, today's proceedings with some interest. Uh, what do you make of uh, what uh, the Attorney General William Barr has had to say so far?
1: I, I am. I, I. You know, this is now on a completely another level where you have a sitting Attorney General of the United uh, of the United States a guy who's been attorney general before, a very well-respected guy who apparently is personal acquaintances, personal friends with Robert Mueller, but now disagreeing what he should have said. And it's just amazing. I'm reading excerpts of this and watching it. And Barr, one of Barr's contentions is, you've probably talked about this or will see this, is that, well, uh, Mueller was, uh, Mr. Mueller was actually concerned about how the press – was going to report this, how the media is going to interpret this, and I think you played the key soundbite so far from uh, Mr. Barr, where he said, listen, the bottom line was, nothing to do with collusion, and maybe, maybe some points of possible obstruction of justice uh, that have to be debated further by Congress. So this, you know, I mean, I watch this stuff, I'm reading this stuff going, you know, the circus continues.
0: Mm mm-hmm. uh, What do you make of uh, Barr's original uh, statements? Uh, should he, as attorney general, should he have spoken out about the, the Mueller report uh, before it was uh, made public? I think he
1: was between a rock and a hard place here. I mean, again, you had at least half the country. I think we've discussed this before. You had half the country. Um, waiting for this like it was supposed to be Christmas morning. If you are, if the you're talking about the part of the country that cannot stand Mr. Trump, you have the other half of the country that was saying, "Listen, this is going to be vindication." I, I think it would have been almost vir- virtually impossible to have waited, you know, in some length of time, two, three, four weeks, for this whole thing to have been, you know, to have been parsed uh, any better than it could have been. And, and and you know, it's interesting. One thing that I did read in prepping for our little get-together today, uh, there was an article in Politico here in the States that says that uh, Mr. Barr has um, uh, provided uh, a full report with fewer redactions, and he made this available to, I think, Uh, 12 members of, of Congress, a combined six from each party, and to this date only two Republicans have read that. None of the Democrats that he offered it to have read that. So what does that tell you?
0: Yeah, well, the attorney general uh, again should the, they be getting involved in something like this? I mean, what was the harm? I mean, uh, America has waited, uh, you know, so many months, so many a weeks for the Mueller report to wrap up and uh, to be uh, presented. What would the harm have been for the attorney general to wait just a, a couple of more weeks for the report to come out? Perhaps
1: you would. I think on base, perhaps you are correct. But again, you uh, you know, and and uh, and I mean this in all seriousness. This story was so all-consuming for two years here. I mean, you you couldn't go a newscast on radio or television here on any outlet, local or national, without hearing the words collusion and Russia and obstruction of justice. And I think there really was um, a, a desire on both sides to say, okay, give us the bottom line here. We can go to the minutia later. What'd you find? And I think Barr is saying, well, Here's what I found. Now, the interesting thing is going to be, I guess they want Mr. Mueller to appear, I believe, uh, in the next week or so. They've asked him to appear. To me, that might finally put an end to this to some degree, because he's a guy I really want to hear from.
0: Yeah, uh, Barr says he does not oppose that. uh, Mueller testifying uh, on the matter. Uh, What do you suspect or do you think uh, Mueller would have to say?
1: I, I believe he would say what has been said all along. He's he's going to say, well, he's going to get hammered by Democrats. Uh, they will parse this thing apart, and they will say, well, we understand you don't think there was collusion. But there's the line the Democrats and the enemies of the president are using here now. Well, there might not have been active collusion, but, you know, uh, Mr. Mueller, uh, with all due respect, uh, would you say this could have been passive collusion, which is now a phrase that they're using here? And then they're uh, going to hammer him and say, why couldn't you make a decision or a determination on obstruction of justice? And he... Remember, this is no $10 street corner lawyer here. This guy used to run the FBI. He's going to say obstruction of justice is a very difficult and high bar to prosecute.
0: All right, let me ask you, I just want to get back to... uh Uh, to William Barr and his uh, comments on the report before it uh, came out. I mean, there's one thing, uh, I think, for the Trump administration and for government to try to, uh, you know, spin uh, some news. uh, You know, there's politics uh, involved there. But it's another thing when the attorney general and the judiciary uh, gets involved. Uh, Elizabeth Warren has stated that she believes that it would be best for uh, William Barr to uh, resign over the matter. Do you see it going that far, Paul?
1: Well, first of all, Elizabeth Warren is trying to get above 3% in the polls. So let's let, let let's put that up front. Uh you see you see actually the people who say the most extreme things here are the ones trying to gain traction. No, I don't think Mr. Barr should 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 resign. I unless you can show me the bottom line where he Uh, blatantly violated some blatant tradition of Justice Department protocol here. No, I think one thing you have to remember is that although attorneys general here in the U.S., uh, on the federal level and even on the state level where they're elected, people would like to assume that they're perfectly down the middle and not political they 're political uh justice departments, the political appointees, the attorneys general that are chosen and elected here, all of them have a political leaning, whether they like to admit it or not. I mean, just look at the predecessor here uh, that served under uh, president obama i mean uh, that uh, that gentleman was uh, uh, you know uh, was, was uh, chastised by conservatives of Eric Holder for what he did. So it's just the nature of the beast
0: here. All right. Just let me ask you uh, finally, is this going to change, do you think, uh, Barr's testimony today and uh, maybe even Mueller's testimony, if we see that in a week's time or so, is that going to change anybody's mind about uh, things when it comes to the American people and to the uh, electorate? Or do you think that this is all pretty much feta complete, that everybody's already in their own individual camps? Uh, And maybe there's a little fatigue uh, when it comes to uh, Mueller and just uh, hearings on Capitol Hill that uh, a lot of Americans have just simply tuned out.
1: You, you, you listen to correspondents here who cover outside the beltway, the big flyover of middle America, the Rust Belt, the, part, the, the portion of the country that elected Mr. Trump president, and they basically don't care. They've made up their minds. Now, to the first part of your question, I do think... That once you get beyond William Barr, who everybody is painting as some sort of cover-up artist now for the president, okay, once we get beyond that, and if we actually hear from Director Mueller, former Director Mueller, who I, I hope we will, I want to see what his answers are to say, why did you come to this decision? Why, why did you allow the president not to testify? I do think, you know, to answer your question, I do think that um, if he's convincing enough... That might actually sway some of that soft 5 or 6% of, of undecideds that could eventually you know, decide an election. You may have a percentage of people who say, all right, Mueller seems like a pretty reasonable guy. I, 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 guess, I guess all along this wasn't what it was you know, put up to be.
0: All right. To be continued, for sure. Uh, Paul, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Paul Picelli, morning show co-host of WDRC Connecticut for us this afternoon on the William Barra testimony and hearing that is going on regarding the Mueller report on Capitol Hill today.